It's Thursday, December 8, 2011. I think at the moment we're sort of sleepwalking into a, a particularly bad outcome. Deadlock at Durban in the final days of the UN Climate Conference. Today I'm happy to bring you the good news about the complete collapse of the global warming movement. Triumph of propaganda over truth. DC's king of the deniers takes a victory lap. Oh, it's not nice to fool Mother Nature. 2011 breaks its own record for weather disasters, plus... Any effort to try to tie Keystone to the payroll tax cut, I will reject. The GOP threatens to take another hostage with the Keystone XL pipeline. All of that and more straight ahead from bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. I don't expect to have to veto it because I expect they're going to have enough sense uh, over on Capitol Hill. <laughs> oh, you are serious, Mr. President. Right. This is your Green News Report. So everybody should be on notice. Okay, Des, Washington, D.C.'s king of the denier movement, Senator James Mountain Inhofe, and that is his middle name, had a special message for the U.N. Climate Conference out there in Durban, South Africa yesterday. By video, he sent, shall we say, a few taunting remarks. Here's a, a moment or two of his comments. Hi, I'm Senator Jim Inhofe, a Republican senator from Oklahoma. And today I'm happy to bring you the good news about the complete collapse of the global warming movement for the past decade, I've been the leader in the United States Senate standing up against global warming alarmism and, and cap and trade. You should know that global warming skeptics everywhere wish we could be with you celebrating the final nail in the coffin on location in South Africa. Pretty, uh, pretty remarkable. He went on to thank Rush Limbaugh's former producer, Mark Morano. He claimed that the uh, UN scientists have been thoroughly discredited, and he hopes for the defeat of Obama in 2012, quote, for the sake of my 20 kids and grandkids. You know, one thing I think is certain here, Senator Inhofe has assured his place in history at this point, but I don't know that it's one that his 20 kids and grandkids are going to be particularly proud of. And Senator Inhofe isn't alone in crowing about his supposed successes. The Tea Party front group, Americans for Prosperity, which is funded by oil profits from the billionaire Koch brothers, bragged to the National Journal this week that they are responsible for the disinformation campaign that has led to the rejection of science in the Republican Party and in the American people in general. He actually bragged about politicizing the science. It was amazing. But go figure, the planet persists in ignoring the Republican Party and the climate change denial industry. 2011 just broke its own record, set back in October, for billion-dollar weather disasters. The National Oceanographic and Atmospheric Administration has revised the total of extreme weather disasters in 2011 that cost more than a billion dollars now to 12. That's cost the U.S. over $52 billion in 2011 alone, and NOAA Administrator Jane Lubchenco says... Climate change is an undeniable factor. Also, a new study released this week at the annual meeting of the American Geophysical Union says melting permafrost in the warming Arctic will reach a tipping point in a little over 10 years, which could release massive amounts of methane into the atmosphere, accelerating global warming even more. And I suspect Senator Inhofe will still be bragging about the disasters. 
In politics, President Obama warned congressional Republicans against tying a rider forcing faster approval of the controversial Keystone XL pipeline as a price for legislation extending the payroll tax cut for the middle class. He said he'd veto any such measure to tie the two together. So everybody should be on notice. The payroll tax cut is something that House Republicans, as well as Senate Republicans, should want to do regardless of any other issues. Meanwhile, on the other side of the world, deadlock in Durban. 2020 is too late to wait. A U.S. college student interrupted U.S. climate envoy Todd Stern at the United Nations Climate Conference in Durban, South Africa. To a rather rousing round of applause. Yes, she did. She slammed the U.S. position to delay legally binding agreements to reduce emissions until 2020. The negotiations are tense in the last three days with divisions along the familiar lines of developed nations versus developing nations. Scientists warn that delaying major emissions cuts until after 2020 will be insufficient to keep global temperatures from rising more than two degrees. Celsius, potentially causing catastrophic climate change. Great news for Senator Inhofe's 20 kids and grandkids. But U.S. Special Envoy Todd Stern suggests these scientific limits are only guideposts. It's important, it's serious, and it's a guidepost, I would say. A guidepost unlikely to be met if things continue to move forward as they are, as James Inhofe was all too proud to celebrate. For much more on all of our stories today and the ones we could not get to, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. While you're there, please consider a donation to help sponsor the Green News Report. Unlike Senator Inhofe, we rely on you, actual citizens, to report the real news over your public airwaves. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyle. And this has been your Green News Report. And um, tell Al Gore hello for me. And nobody seems to like him. They can tell what he wants to do. And he never shows his feelings but the fool on the hill.